anything we can do to help um, and get our, our name out there and uh, support our prospects and clients, um, we, we really wanted to do. So this was a very targeted uh, shift from our, our original sort of gifting that we had done previously. Um, and we love to see pictures and, and talk with all of our uh, healthcare systems and um, just felt like we were making a difference, doing something. The B2B Marketing Exchange was created with one goal in mind, to help B2B practitioners across marketing and sales be better at their jobs. Now we're bringing the insights from the stage to your ears. These are the tips and tools you need to succeed. This is the B2B Marketing Exchange Podcast. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the B2BMX podcast. I'm Claudia Tarico, your host, and I'm so excited to revisit one of my favorite sessions from this past B2B Marketing Exchange online experience in February. During this presentation, we had Cedars Experiential Marketing Manager, Adrian Lichten, and the Senior Director of Demand Generation, Corrine Say. We really had them kind of just talk through the story of their COVID-19 pivot, and it was truly fascinating because like many businesses, Cedar entered uncharted territory in that first half of 2020, and the pandemic really ushered in tremendous change and unpredictability, and it really forced the team to rapidly adapt and innovate its experiential marketing strategies. Adrian Kareen will dive deep into this complete story of how they shifted to virtual experiential marketing and really how the company delivered 21 experiences to keep customers engaged as they remain focused on ABM goals. So like I said, it's a fascinating session. It was one of my favorite talks from B2BMX. So I hope you all enjoy it. Let's kick it off. Hey everyone, my name is Kareen Say, uh, and I'm super excited to be here today to talk about uh experiential strategy and how we scaled a program to deliver on 21 plus events last year. Uh, we'll keep this um, presentation relatively interactive, so feel free to drop your questions um, into the comment box within the platform. We'll also uh, aim to address these towards the end of our presentation. Uh, you're also welcome to reach out to, to us um, directly within the platform with any questions you may have following this presentation. So I'm, uh, to kick us off, I'm the uh, Senior Director of Demand Generation here at Cedar, uh, and my team works on all things um, that drive demand, uh, which includes our event, events and experiences. I have with me here my colleague, Adrian, who really is key to our pivot last year when COVID hit um, and uh, scaled our experiences uh, from 2 to 21 events <laughs> within a year. Scary to hear that. <laughs> yeah, you, you're a power woman. So why don't I uh, turn it over to you, Adrian, uh, to introduce yourself and take it from here. Thanks, Corrine. It's nice to have everyone here. Um, I'm Adrian Lichten, and I uh, run the experiential marketing side of things um, at Cedar. And I've been at Cedar for about two and a half years, um, which is kind of veteran status in the startup world. <laughs> But um, yeah, we had a busy year, so I'm excited to kind of kick off, uh, you know, what we did and, and what we're looking to do. Great. Great. So our general goals and objectives, um, we really want to deliver unique and high-end experiences. Um, we want to keep our audience engaged. We want to foster intimate 
sales relationships and client relationships uh, and really want to set our brand apart. We're part of the healthcare technology space. So um, really kind of investing time into what our market looks like, what people will be interested in, what people will want to be a part of um, was kind of our, our base to really uh, build out this program. So getting into the challenge, which I'm sure many, if not all of you have faced in the last year, and that is COVID-19, the pandemic that, that hit us. Um, it ushered a tremendous change, especially in the events world. Um, it was unpredictable. It forced our team to rapidly adapt uh, to innovate our, our program and our strategies. And we really had to come together um, to figure out what the next, you know, we started with, okay, this is going to be a couple week thing to, okay, this is going to be a, an extensive long-term uh, change for us. So um, it was really kind of diving in to see, see what those changes looked like. Great. So jumping into our tactics. Um, Part of our program has always been these gifting campaigns, but uh, with everything going on, we really had to get targeted uh, and what that looks like. So we really focused on, okay, what is, who is in need right now? Um, part of our, our uh, clients and our prospects are these healthcare um, organizations. So we targeted healthcare workers and um, being able to deliver them meals, anything that we could could do at the time. So we really shifted our gifting into being focused on on what the need was at the time. And I'll go into this more later on. Um, switching from in-person to virtual, we upgraded our platforms. I know many of us are using Zoom. It's a great product, but we wanted to kind of elevate uh, what that looks like. So we did join um, a program called Hopin, which also I'll get into later, but we've had a, a great experience with them so far. Uh, we've shifted our event focus. So we're adding, you know, not only these big larger events, but we're doing smaller scaled, really focused private events to um, keep our prospects engaged. Uh, and this, this goes with really targeting that audience. Um, we revamped our speaker series. So hopefully some of you have seen our Cedar talks out there, maybe on LinkedIn through our website, but um, we have these bigger names coming in. We're interviewing them, hearing their experiences through the pandemic. We're also adding healthcare panels, um, and you know people within the technology business uh, space. So really keeping it interesting, keeping people wanting to, to come to our events, um, and uh, really you know working on um, being fresh and new. I think on the uh, speaker series, what was interesting for us as well, Adrian, was that we um, prioritize speakers from our target accounts. Yes. Um, which really help us to foster that um, those relationships with them. Definitely. Yeah. And keeping our current clients in mind, too, is important. So we want to keep them feeling like they're really a part of our, our group and making them feel really special and involved. And they really appreciate that. And we do, too. We love including them as well. So I'm going to kind of take a deep dive into the specific things that we've done virtually, um, just to give you an idea of, of what our program has looked like in the last six to 12 months. So I touched on a little bit of the of our gifting campaigns, but um, we've sent over 100 
different hospital systems, emergency room meals, whether that not that's breakfast, lunch, dinners, coffee, pastries. Um, we've sent gift cards from local restaurants, anything we can do to help um, and get our, our name out there and uh, support our prospects and clients, um, we, we really wanted to do. So this was a very targeted uh, shift from our, our original sort of gifting that we had done previously. Um, and we love to see pictures and, and talk with all of our uh, healthcare systems and um, just felt like we were making a difference, doing something. Um, so yeah, we had a, a great time doing this and we we're actually continuing this throughout the year because as we all know, um, you know, hospitals are full and this, this mm. pandemic is not ending anytime soon, so. I thought this was such a great way to to demonstrate, you know, support um, in, in, a, in a very empathetic, in a very, you know, caring way, you know, pulling away from selling, selling, selling. Exactly. Right? And yet, um, yeah, still staying close to, you know, to our key contacts. Definitely. Yeah. And it's also supporting local businesses. So instead of going to bigger chains, I would try and find local restaurants within the hospital systems uh, area to, you know, also try and support that way as well. And, and the healthcare workers really appreciated that. Okay, <clears throat> staying with our gifting theme. Um, I uh, was handling all of the gifting, am handling all of the gifting for Cedar, and it was getting to be um, kind of a, quite a big task to put together all of these curated gifts. Um, it was taking a lot of my time. I still, you know, love to do it, but I was thinking of a solution where it could be really easy for me and Cedar to send gifts quickly to people, have it be really unique and um, innovative and uh, have, you know, their experience be really, really positive and um, unique, definitely. So we joined a, a platform called Snappy, um, where you put in someone's email, you write a little message, an email goes to them. They can kind of scratch off here, as you can see, and pick from several different uh, types of events. So here you see you can have a, a class pass membership. You can donate your gift, which is a, a great um, addition. And a gin fusion, you know, if you want to do a little more of the happy hour side of things, as we all have participated in, I'm sure. Um, that was a great way to make it really uh, stand out from the rest of the gifting that we had done in the past. Um, and you can have a different price range. Um, you can send huge gifting campaigns. We also did this for our holiday campaign where people can choose from many different things. So we've seen really positive results as you can see from some of our um, survey results there and, and uh, notes that we've, we've gotten back. So yeah, this was a, a great add-on. Okay, so uh, another big thing that we had done was quickly transition to Hopin. We all, you know, use Zoom, other different platforms regularly, but we really wanted to find something that we could add creative branding to, interactive technology, um, and a really top end production value for our um, events. So we landed on Hopin. Um, it's been a great experience. We love the different design here. We have a, an event coming up with Chelsea Clinton that I um, encourage you all to attend. Um, we can have live Q&A, we can have different chat, 
We can have multiple stages, different sessions, um, a networking option. Uh, we can have expo booths. So our recruiting team is utilizing that if anyone wants to pop in asking for a seat or job opportunity. So there's a lot of different things you can do with this platform. And we wanted to elevate our virtual experience um, by shifting from uh, the normal platforms that we've seen in the past. And I know Kareen has um, been able to attend her own hop-in events. And uh, we recently had an internal women's event um, where we got to network with all the different women in Cedar. And it was really um, valuable and, and a great experience. Yeah, I totally appreciate what that platform really enabled us to do, just delivering experiences in different ways. So that speed networking was, uh, it totally resonated with me. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it was also a good way to get to know our own, um, you know, employees. So especially remotely. Yes, yes, exactly. OK, so now I'm going to go into specific events um, that we actually had uh, happen for us this year, which is really exciting. Um, we did. Here's an example of a, a private event that we held. Um, we had Al Gore, uh, Vice President Al Gore, attend, um, speak to a, a small group of prospects and clients, um, give a little talk. We had an interactive discussion and then we finished it off with a virtual wine tasting from one of the top vineyards in Napa. And this was a way to just sort of make it really interesting, get people there because they want to hear from, from the vice president. Um, you know, we had this really cool virtual vineyard tour with the winery. They all got the wine shipped to them. Um, it was a really exciting and fresh experience that we got, as you can see with the survey results, really high ratings from. Um, so I think getting a really, a really good solid speaker or attendee um, and then having it be a very fun, interactive private event really um, um, helped us there. And it was, it, was a, it was a blast to kind of put on. <laughs> I love that tactic too, like speaking of, you know, being creative, you know, thinking through variety in terms of not just the experiences themselves, but the types of speakers that, you know, uh, you want to participate in your program, the types of topics. I think a lot of it just does add that freshness you know, to keep, to keep people engaged. Exactly. Yeah. And everyone wants to hear from VP Al Gore. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So moving on to our more public events. So Cedar Talks is a monthly series that we put on. We try and get uh, really great people from the technology space, business space, healthcare, um, entrepreneurship. Uh, and we were able to secure Kevin Sistrom um, from one of the co-founders of Instagram. Um, so that has a big pull to um, get attendance. Uh, and we, we host these on Hopin. People can come in and chat, ask questions. Uh, we have really cool design behind this, which is a really important part of our events. And you can see by the numbers there, we did have um, good attendance and, and great ratings. So having that big name, um, making it really interactive for people, adding polls, um, having them be able to do a live Q&A is, is yeah. really making it special. And to have a cool kind of branding behind that really pulls in um, the audience that you're, you're looking for. So hope, hope you guys all can join us for our Cedar Talks. Feel free to um, ask us any questions about this as well. And now a word from our sponsor. Want to improve the buyer journey for your customers and your prospects? Look no further than Uberflip, named a leader in content experience by G2 and leader in content activation by Forrester. 
Uberflip will help you accelerate every buyer journey by creating bingeable experiences that will allow your prospects to consume more content faster. Companies like Trimble, Wiley, and 3M are using Uberflip to power their go-to-market strategies, and we created one for you. Head to uberflip.com slash b2bmx to see how Uberflip can help you leverage the power of personalized content experiences. Okay, so um, we've uh, initiated a, a healthcare panel series as part of our program. So this is a public event. You're gonna have a few panelists here. We do tend to have this healthcare focus to get the, the right audience that we're looking for very targeted. Um, here we had a women in healthcare panel focused on um, revenue cycle, which is our, our market. Um, this was one of our best events we've we got a lot of uh leads out of this event um really great speakers uh again really interactive able to add in q a to this event as well um and it was really fun and again adding in that we're sending these people really nice gifts um because they were on our panel so that's just another touch point to trying to get the the best speakers that you can um and have it be really really focused as well Adrian, can you share a little bit more as to why this was so successful for us? Yeah, I think um, we picked a topic people were really interested in. That's kind of the first thing. Um, and then after we sort of create a topic, then we go in and really work together as a team to figure out, okay, who would be the best speakers on this panel to drive, um, you know, the right audience and um have it be a larger audience as well. Who would, who would want to hear these people speak? So I think it's really focusing in on one particular thing and getting the right speakers to enhance your event. And again, you can see we have really cool branding behind it too. So people really wanted to click on this and see what this was all about. Um, yeah, and, and part of our DNI initiatives as well. We want to have more women speakers. We want more diversity, and this kind of checks all of those those buckets. So um, overall, this was kind of an all encompassing, um, well rounded event. Right, and this is also an area where we spotlighted speakers from our target accounts as well, yeah. just giving them that moment. Exactly, and they did feel really special, um, and we felt great about having them as well. And it just kind of is another touch point to that relationship building. Excellent. Great. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I hope you guys are still with us. <laughs> would love to share our key takeaways from the past six to 12 months. Um, and this is just, uh, you know, my experience in 10 years of event planning as well. This kind of goes with any sort of um, market you're in, uh, industry you're in. I would say these are all things that you can transfer over to, to where you are working currently or want to work. Um, tailoring and experience. Um, so you want to figure out your audience and you want to see what the need is at the time. So the RCM panel, for example, we wanted to hear what women were doing during this time and, and what their uh, experiences was being, you know, kind of the only women within the revenue cycle um, management space and what their path was like. Um, people really wanted to hear from them. Second one is keep it creative and dynamic. Um, again, design is huge. Our designer on our team is amazing. Um, she has really eye-catching designs. Gifting is a huge part of it. Adding that really tailored wine tasting to that event where wines are shipped to their house, maybe a small cheese plate, something like that to make it really interactive and creative. Um, 
focusing on the content is also huge. I know we haven't touched on that um, yet this presentation, but the content is so, so important um, and creating a really engaging um, topic and line of questions um, that people want to stay and really listen to what, what the speakers are saying. And I would say that um, the the event that you had with Kevin Sistrom was a demonstration of that, you know, of that content angle that you took. It wasn't necessarily healthcare per se, but, you know, it really spoke to, you know, uh, to some of the uh, common business goals that, uh, that our audience could relate to, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And Instagram, we all know it. Uh, that's going to click. People are going to want to hear what that co-founder has to say if you're in any sort of industry. Um, but we actually did get some of our, our clients and prospects to attend that as well, because it is just another interesting thing that Cedar has been doing. Um, so that was that was a great event. I love it. It's like pulling inspiration from, yeah. you know, outside of your usual environment. Exactly. And I will say in March, we do have Max Levchin, who was the um, co-founder of PayPal and is also the CEO of a firm, which I know many of us use. <laughs> so another great name to have. And I know a lot of people will will really want to tune into that. Um, okay, moving along here, uh, invest in production quality, we all know it matters to um, create a platform, whether it be in person or virtual, where people want to go, they feel comfortable, they feel like it's user friendly. Um, so we uh, really invest um, our resources in this, we do have a a huge summit um, every year where we do focus on production quality um, and that goes with every event we have. So that was part of the shift to hop in because we wanted to enhance our program. Um, keep up with the trends. I know this can seem tiring and you feel like things are changing all the time, but really staying on top of it. So I have now become well-versed in everything virtual. Um, I'm actually participating in a coffee tasting where I'm going to see if it's really cool to kind of shift from the, you know, happy hours to, okay, what if we have a morning event? What if you have an afternoon event? Would it, would it be cool to have some pastries and coffee sent to everyone? Would it be fun to have a chef come and teach everyone how to cook something over Zoom or over Hopin? Um, so it's, it's sticking with uh, what people are really wanting and also feeling really special. Um, um, in the moment as well. Um, collaboration. I can't emphasize this enough. None of this would have happened. This whole shift to virtual on our team would not have happened if we weren't all working together, whether it be design, content, um, statistic, statistics, analytics, you know, seeing what's working, what isn't, um, you know, our, our production team, our partnership team, it's such a collaborative environment. And it's not just the event planning that makes it happen. It's everyone um, kind of working together. And I would probably extend this to um, getting invites sent out to people that you want to speak at your events. And how do we get El Gore? How do we get, you know, um, yeah. I guess this year, you know, Chelsea Clinton, I guess, do not be afraid to you know, pull in support as you need yeah. to get whatever you need done, done. Exactly. I definitely rely he heavily on our team. Um, if I know someone's connecting this way, I'm, I'm, you know, willing to reach out and happy to reach out and try and find any way we can to get really unique speakers. Um, so yeah, definitely asking for help and collaborating that way for sure. Um, we all know this thing, super organized uh, with a checklist of actions. So creating a really detailed run of show. Um, 
our communication has to be really tight and on point so no one is confused about logistics or what's happening or um you know we want to be really clear uh and um have people be accountable so give people different um jobs and uh really uh collaborate that way too is is important so um yeah, I I rely heavily on my run of shows and I, I refer everyone on our team to those. Um, so keeps me sane. <laughs> and I have many uh, Excel spreadsheets as well. Um, so yeah, staying on top of it, knowing uh, even if you have, you know, many events or just one event, um, it's important to, to be organized. I can certainly attest to that, Adrian, because every time I ask you about an event, you seem to know it where you are <laughs> at every stage of the planning process. You know it like the back of your hand. So yeah, it's important yeah. to know the ins and outs um, because you want to be the person that's able to answer the questions quickly and get in the information out. Absolutely. Um, and then repurposing information. So extending the life of your content. Um, after every event, we're writing a blog post we're posting it on linkedin and our twitter um we're sending it internally so people can share on their own it's important that these these events are great on their own but the afterwards what you're doing and how you're using that information and that event to um you know really drive uh traction um for your business is important mm -hmm. and the last one <laughs> cultivate and nurture a network so being in this business, I was living in Los Angeles, working kind of the celebrity event circuit, um, didn't sleep, <laughs> but, you know, part of my career has been networking. Um, you never know when someone you meet is going to come back into your life or you can jump and sort of bounce ideas off of them or they're, they know someone that you want to have speaking or attend. It's so important to stay in touch with people and try and put yourself out there, even though it can be hard, uh, especially now being virtual, but, um, as an introvert, <laughs> I've learned, <laughs> I really needed to change the way that I approach people, approach my job, um, and realize that I can learn so much from other people and people can learn from me. So it's developing that kind of network and that confidence, um, to be really collaborative and, um, yeah, stay in touch with people. So. I think it truly paid off as well when we uh, when we were looking for speakers like yes. that, that were outside of our usual you know speaker um, series for example. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Great. Well, that's kind of the end of our presentation. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for being here. I know. Um, feel free to ask questions. Um, we'll we'll be here and try and answer as many as we can. Um, here's our contact information if you want to reach out to us. Our company is is Cedar, www.cedar.com. Um, check us out. Come to our events. We'd love to have you. Uh, and thank you, Kareen. Appreciate it. Thanks, Adrian. Yeah, and feel free to uh, connect with us um, within this platform or on LinkedIn and send us any questions you may have. Happy to help out. Um, as we know, this is you know, virtualization of events is, is relatively new to all of us. Um, and uh, there's definitely a ton of room for testing, for trying out new things. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, all. All right. Wasn't that fascinating? 
It was truly, like I said, my favorite session from B2BMX. Well, one of them at least. Honestly, when we were planning B2BMX prior to the February launch of the event, we sat down with Adrian and Kareen and we got the full story when they were planning their session. And I was just shocked at the amount of work that they did and the success that they've seen with such a small team. It was truly outstanding. So I hope you guys got some really good tips on how to scale into an experience-first marketing strategy. Thank you so much for listening today. As always, subscribe to the pod on the podcast streaming service of your choice so you don't miss any new episode drops. And of course, find us on Twitter and LinkedIn to share your feedback and recommend future guests. Take care, folks. That's all we have for today. Until next time, I'll see you soon.